Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Living Fearless Devotional. I know, I was thrown way off. Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Yorville in California. <laughs> Keep going. For the Living Fearless Devotional. For resurrectministry.com, where you can find all of our content to deepen your walk with Christ or actually meet him for the first time. That's how I did. I met Jesus on the internet, so... Um, you never know what wild things can happen. We have <laughs> articles to read and worship bands to listen to, Bible resources, books, uh, you name it. We're just trying to provide um, an opportunity, an opportunity to delve into some material that you may not have seen before. I've listened to a number of uh, former Muslims that mm. have come to Christ and the amazing stories they tell of the dreams and the visions and the sounds. So um, hopefully we've provided some content that would help help you to have a radical encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you do, can you drop us a line? Let us know. We love to hear from our um, viewers. That's the only way in which we will know whether anybody is touched by what we're doing. Yes. So if you tell us or comment. Or comment. Yes. So, um, and if you care to partner with us, you can click the donate now button. Yes. Let's take a little more adventurous route today. Yeah. <laughs> we both. We, saying, bo we both did. We get tired of saying the same thing. We were busy again. talking about our our friend Corrine who watches, yeah. and we were talking about whether or not I hit the camera button or not. So right. we were a little distracted when we first started. So we're on it now, though. We are hearing from God. I hope today we plan to hear from God. <laughs> that is the plan. Hopefully. <laughs> Let's see who is on today. We have Lisa Wood. Hi, Lisa. Carrie News and Cindy, who all said hi in the chat. Hey, ladies. So we're glad to see you here. And just like they did, if you could comment once you joined, let us know that you're watching. Maybe tell us where you're watching from. And if you have any responses to anything that we're reading or talking about, that would be amazing. That'll cause it to go out so other people can see it. All right. We're reading from Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon for August 3rd. Wow, August 3rd already. And the reference is Revelation 21, 23. And this portion of this verse says, the lamb is its lamp. I bet you in Hebrew or what else could this in this book, which language? Revelation, Revelation, Latin, uh, Greek, Latin, that lamb and lamp aren't that closely spelt ah. to, to cause confusion. We, we should look it up. I don't know. <laughs> because, you know, you look at it, it's kind of like a, a tongue twister or a. Yeah. First I said, it said at first I thought it said the lamp is the lamp. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but it makes sense now. But a lamb. We will read why the lamb is the lamp. Yes. Just one second. So from the pen of Charles Spurgeon, he writes. <laughs> yep. Are you going to be able to say from the pen of A.W. Tozer? I don't know. All right. So Charles writes, quietly contemplate the lamb as the light of heaven. Light in the scriptures is the symbol of joy. And the joy of the saints in heaven is compromised of is comprised of the following: Jesus chose us, loved us, bought us, cleansed us, robed us, kept us, and glorified us. Amen. Thus, saints are there entirely because of the Lord Jesus, 
And each of these works of his should be like a cluster of grapes from the valley of Eshkol. Light is also the cause of beauty, for nothing of beauty can be seen when there is no light. Without light, there can be no radiant brilliance shining from a sapphire or a ray of peace glowing from a pearl. Thus, all of the beauty of the saints above comes from Jesus. Like planets, those in heaven reflect the light of the sun of righteousness and live as sunbeams coming from the central sphere. If he withdrew from them, they would die. And if his glory were veiled, their glory would cease. Mm. Light is also the symbol of knowledge. In heaven, our knowledge will be perfect, but the Lord Jesus himself will be the fountain of it. Dark mysteries of God never before understood will be clearly seen, and all the puzzles, all that puzzles us today will become plain to us in the light of the Lamb. Oh, what understanding there will be, and what praising will take place to the God of love. Light also means revelation. For light reveals what is hidden. In the world, we have not yet seen what we will be in heaven. God's people are a hidden people. But when Christ receives his people into heaven, he will touch them with the scepter of his love and change them into the image of his revealed glory. Once poor and wretched, what a transformation there will be. Once stained by sin, with only a touch of his finger, we will be bright as the sun and clear as crystal. Wow. Oh, what a revelation. What a transformation. And all of this flows from the exalted lamb. Whatever radiance and splendor there will be, Jesus will be the center and soul of it all. Oh, the joy to be present and to see him in his own light. King of kings and Lord of lords. Wow, that sounds spectacular. Doesn't it? I like that so much of the things that uh, we are uh, just puzzled by will suddenly all be revealed and all make sense. Yeah, what's the Pastor Jack I was talking about? Who are we listening to that said, you know, we only use 30% of our brains, even our taste buds. We're not even tasting with like 10% mm -hmm. of our capabilities and that in heaven, all of that becomes open. Our knowledge, our our faculties our senses, our vision, our taste, our hearing. It's going to be extraordinary. Wow. I wish there was a way that we could kind of find the switch that allows us to use the rest of our brain. I know, right? That would be amazing. Would it be a little bit overwhelming? It, it, we, that would really be the only ones able to do it. Well, it would be great if we could do that to Biden. To get him his get, brain to work? Get the 0.5% the of what he's using now to something a little bit more. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, this is spectacular. I, it's, um, it, it's, it's also a little bit scary. Can I tell you just a really yes, quick? Please. I know you have probably have a lot to say. but No, I uh, don't actually, so I'm just going to oh. type this. <laughs> is that there's a, a portion of this, and I think it, it may have been Jim who says it, so, and you'll be reading that in just a moment, but is that we, we have no idea what it's going to be like. We can only somewhat hear about it, what, what's written in the Bible, some aspects of it. Mm -hmm. But... The ex but the extent of what it's going to be like is so beyond our even our imagination 
that even reading it, that we, our brains aren't equipped to handle oh, sure. what it's going to be like. What I, what I'm hoping is that it's just going to be all glory. I know that we want it to be all glory. I know that we believe it's going to be all glory, but there's a little bit that was written there. That's like, we, we have no idea what it's going to be like, like, Oh, I don't know. I mean, could it be, uh, no, it, it won't be bad. Right. It'll all be good. All be good. Like there's nothing hidden. Like, okay. Well, we will have to answer for our deeds. Oh. We will get crowns. We will be acknowledged whether we were um, faithful. Mm. So that may hurt a lot. How long will the sting of that hurt? Yeah. I'd be reminded of the bad things that we've even forgotten that we've done. The right. things that we, we purposefully forget yes. with selective memory. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any of that myself, but I'm, the other people. Right. who have things that they've done that they've, you know, choose not to remember. It's going to be horrible for all those people. Right. Um, yeah. So that was the, um, you know, the only concern I have. <laughs> uh, because there's so much that we don't know. So much that we don't know. Yeah, absolutely. It's just so hard to imagine that even the stuff that we don't know is going to be all good. Like so rarely, does everything that we want turn out to all be fantastic other than you? Yeah. <laughs> that would be the day. I wish. Uh, let's see. What's Carrie saying here? Carrie says something she about the future. She wants us to add the scripture in the future in the notes. It's a little difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see what I can do with, with uh, Tozer because there's less of it. Well, I think it'd be very nice, ladies, if you guys would have a copy of it. I know Lisa has a copy um, of Morning by Morning. Lisa, yeah. do you use the one that's online? Because I know there's a version of Morning by Morning that every day has a new piece of the scripture, but I don't know if it's exactly the same content. So we have to, um, we have to find that out. Yeah, there was something slightly different about what she was reading. Uh, for Lisa's... I think I think hers is like takes place in the evening and ours is this actually is morning. Well, or no, something like he that. has day and night. He oh, has morning okay. by morning and evening um, and the evening oh, version too. I gotcha. But I don't know if Lisa bought this exact book or she had bought one that's different. But, and I know this one also online. Um, but yeah, but actually what's going to be easier about Tozier is that um, it, it very, uh, much less scripture. Hmm. So, we're not going to do just a single verse because a lot oftentimes it's just a single verse. What we're going to do is um, do the whole passage, a whole chunk of the passage so that um, we're, we're using the opportunity to be in God's word. Yeah. I'll do something slightly different on the next, the next one we're going to. And Lisa says. Oh, so she does have the book and uh, knows there's one online. So she's going to put the link. So Carrie. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you can access the link and then be able to get the scripture. Yeah. Well, we're done with morning by morning. <laughs> so when uh, days, okay. like, well, that's, like so a, a day or two. Days. Yeah. I think by next week. Okay. Monday. Monday will be our coming out Tozer party. Oh, Tozer coming out party. Okay. <laughs> yes. I have a lot of work to do this weekend, so I'll get, I'll get some of it done. Um, and Carrie says, great. Yay. All right. So let's read what Jim has to say, if you don't mind. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. No, as Spurgeon said, we have not yet seen what we will be in heaven. 
But we do know this. Now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him. We shall be like him? What a glorious thought. Even more than that, what a glorious truth. Paul taught us we are in Christ Jesus, and Christ is in us. So it should come as no surprise. We will be like him. However, this is yet another glorious truth of our Lord that surpasses knowledge and human comprehension. We, who with unveiled faces all reflect the, God, the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And that's 2 Corinthians 3.18. God, until then, may I be perfectly reflecting your glory. May I bring you glory each day. And may people take note that I have been Jesus. Acts 4.13. Wow. It's a glorious time. Uh, and the scripture, Revelation 21, 23. Uh, so this is the new heaven and new earth and the new city, the new Jerusalem. The city will not need sun or moon to shine on it for the glory of God gives it light and the lamb is its lamp. So all the light um, will be from the radiance of Christ. Uh, Numbers 13.23. So this is when um, Caleb and Joshua and the spies went across to spy out the land of Canaan. And when they reached the Valley of Eshkol, they cut off a branch bearing a single cluster of grapes. Two of them carried it on a pole between them along with some pomegranates and figs. So as one commentator said, how big are those grapes that they needed to carry it on a pole? <laughs> and two of them had it. Yes. Carrot. Can you imagine? They're like Fred Flintstone grapes. You just imagine what they look like. Each one was a watermelon. Like, maybe, maybe the grapefruit. Uh, maybe it was the size of grapefruit. Maybe, but they were clusters. They were grapes. Wow. All right. Malachi, last book of the Bible before the New Testament. 450 years between Malachi and um, uh, the New Testament. So in 4.2... Um, it says, but for you who revere my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays. Of course, prophetic. And you will go out and frolic like well-fed calves. <laughs> we are frolicking. Yes. We are the frolickers. Yes. So Luke 178, uh, he says, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven. The commentary back to Malachi 4.2. And then Revelation 19.16, on his robe and on his thigh, he has the name written, the King of King and the Lord of Lords. Amen. Mm. Look forward to seeing that day with his blood-stained robe coming with fire. Savage Jesus, <laughs> not cuddly Jesus. This is savage Jesus. You like savage D Jesus? Yes. There? So I'm trying to you want to decipher uh, the. No, I can't read the Latin or the Greek. At least the, the words. Yeah, it's, well, it's different. The letters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, extremely different. Um, and so. Yes. We also, oh, uh, Lisa's been reading Tozer since July taking him to um, a bunch of other books because of the way he has notations. 
And then she gets even more scripture than what he includes. So mm. did you actually get the leadership book, um, Lisa? Uh, Tozier on leadership, Christian leadership. I just want to make sure we're still yeah, I, talking about the same book. I just downloaded it today. So I'm going to get a good look at it to see. Awesome. What we can do. Hi, Kate. How are you doing today? Uh, Carrie says, I've never seen a grape branch that that big. Has anyone? I don't think so, because <laughs> no. that's in the commentary, too, that, you know, we just can't even wrap our heads around how big grapes they were for that to be necessary to need two poles. The biggest grapes I remember having, and I don't know where I got them, but they were the size of almost a golf ball. just a little bit smaller than a golf ball. And those are pretty big, but they had seeds in them. And I don't like seeds in my grapes. I mean, that it has very to be genetically bitter. modified to yeah. not have seeds. But those grapes are pretty big. Those are the biggest grapes I've seen. And I and yet, and I'm fairly certain that the grapes they're talking about in this passage are even bigger than that. Yes. So. Lisa says it makes her feel secure that Jesus is the light of the physical world also. Amen. I just can't even imagine like what, how amazing that would be. I, I so love how the the Bible is so much more alive as a believer, as a true believer. Right. It, it, because I swear, and I you know I shouldn't swear on a Christian. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Devotional. Um, but um, in reading these passages in my former life, it was, it was, none of this was apparent. And even though, I mean, you know, of course we have Spurgeon and, uh, you know, Pastor Jack, they do great jobs of, of bringing the, even the Bible even to more life by giving examples and, and different stories that they have and that kind of stuff. But I, but I promise you that seeing things like, uh, you know, about the light that, you know, beauty doesn't exist without light. Like cool. I would have read that before and it would have not even made that yeah, big yeah, of a deal. Like, yeah. And I would have just kept going, but isn't it true though? I mean, how much more, um, that's the power of the Holy yeah, I mean, absolutely. it's just so amazing. But it's just like when you are a believer and when you're reading these things and they come to life, it really then causes so much more awesomeness to, to pop out of the out of the Bible and makes you a, even more of a believer than you were the minute before you read that passage. Yes, it just keeps expounding and expounding on your on your faith and your belief. It is pretty awesome. It's fantastic. Carrie says. Oops, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you just suddenly like, like I'm supposed to be on the same wavelength. I'm like, what? <laughs> you can click where you want. Go yeah. ahead. It's down below. We're, we're, where was that? Yeah, right here. Yeah, right here. Uh, she says she can read the Hebrew alphabet, but has a hard time reading it because there's no vowels. You can write. You can write the Hebrew write alphabet. the Hebrew alphabet. Yeah, there's no vowels. Wow, that's interesting. Yes, yeah, she got the one. To, Elisa got the uh, Tozer leadership. Yes. She bought the physical book. Uh, and Lisa's birthday gift. To me, it marks the day I started following you guys on this devotional. Oh, wow. Cute. What, when, when is that? When's 721. Your, oh, that's up there. That's, you just read that. Yeah. Uh, cool. Nope. Do you remember what, why the nope? Is <laughs> it the alphabet? <laughs> yeah, no vowels. I said, really? No vowels? And she's writing nope. Oh, very good. Okay. Very good. Yes. Yeah, that's very strange, isn't it? 
Um, yes. I did know. I there's an explanation that I just can't. My brain is not thinking well because it's similar to Arabic. The Hebrew language is very similar to um, uh, uh, Arabic. And so there's a way to understand it. They're not vowels as in the traditional sense as we understand in the English language. They're mm. accents on the consonants that mm. help you to understand what it is, short and long. And uh, when you look at a, uh, like the Blue Letter Bible app and it, it phonetically spells it out to you, it makes more sense that way. Mm. So when you, when you, um, I wanted to say transition, what is it? You converted, transition. you converted <laughs> from Islam to Christianity. Yes. Did the Bible immediately, when you started reading it, did it immediately yes. come to life for you in, in, in technicolor? Yes. And if you go back and look at the, and you probably haven't, but you may have gone back to the Quran. To, to look at it for maybe research or something like that. Is it, does it seem dark to you now? It's somewhat evil. I'm not sure how, how to say it, but like when you I, look at Quran and the Bible, I don't think I ever went back to the Quran in, in, in depth to be able to make that comparison, mm -hmm. but um, the Quran never came to life for me. It was words on a page. It was like memorizing history. in your 21 years or whatever it was it 20 some odd years in yeah, Islam. It never came to life. No, it can't. Mm. You can understand it. You can appreciate it as like poetry. It's like reading any other book that you'd like, oh, that's a good book. Or that's a good understanding. Or, oh, I get that. But um, like the way people describe the Bible is because the Holy Spirit, first of all, there's secrets in the Bible that only the Holy Spirit can tell you. So you read it, but it reads you. Mm. Because that's the power of the Holy Spirit in the Bible, the, the power of God's word. So it's not that we are understanding. It's the Holy Spirit putting that understanding inside of us it's not right. like we're our brains are suddenly more clever it's literally the holy spirit putting it inside of us almost like a transplant so the the quran doesn't have that capability not before not after so it's just like reading any any other book is the quran divided up into separate books chapters chapters are they named like john Jesus, uh, Miriam, we have a book of the Bible name. I mean, of the Quran, um, Satan and Mary for uh, oh. Virgin Mary. Oh. Um, oh, my God, I've forgotten a lot of the chapters, but they're just like some the night, the day. And so they're using transcripts or, um, you know, what are, they, what are they, the things that roll out? What do they call them? The scrolls. Scrolls. Are they using scrolls that were not included in the Holy Bible? That they're using or just some made up stuff wait what do you mean so i know that i i understand that there are some scrolls that were discovered that they chose not to put in the bible that for whatever reason at least that's what oh, i oh you mean in the in the when they decided over the, yeah over yeah. the years and they decided you know that wasn't something that was i don't know how they came to the conclusion not to use one over the other in the quran did they have a similar controversy? Or? Yeah. Did they? Was, do, they know. do you know that if theirs were made out of scrolls or just simply somebody said, you know what, we're going to write this and put it in there, like a uh, blog? Well, <laughs> we're going to have this blog. No, I mean, they claim the same sort of level of authenticity that it came from the companions of the prophet um, that were around during his lifetime. Oral tradition then was compiled into writing by the first caliph, which was Omar. Mm -hmm. um, 
and that that is your same original copy till today. Uh. There's a look similar to a chain of evidence. There's a chain of transmission that guarantees its authenticity. Okay. And it's still the same. It's not like the the Mormon, the Book of Mormon, which I think they changed it up in like just like, oh, like 10 years ago. <laughs> they made some changes. Uh, yeah. There is some. Other than that, they like aliens. I've heard, and I don't, you know, I don't, I've, I've had family members that are LDS, but uh, from what I understand, there's been changes made just as, uh, you know, it, it'd be like um, one of uh, the woke church deciding, you know what, we need to put something in there about trannies. Uh, we need to have a book of tranny. Uh, in, our, in our Bible, <laughs> the Mormons kind of did the same thing. Yeah. Like there were things like, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, multiple wives that was in the original that they took out the stuff like that uh, to make sure that people didn't have any weapons to use against them. Nice. That That's kind of stuff. Yeah. So authentic. I know. Pretty strange. eh? Yes. Uh, man, we have a lot of uh, stuff here about uh, the uh, ladies were talking, Cindy and Carrie were talking about the accents <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, Carrie's like, that's only for beginners. <laughs> <laughs> well then, and it looks like dashes and dots and, but they don't have them in the public paper, papers like magazines. Wow, you ladies correct. are so intelligent. I didn't know, know any of this. <laughs> uh, and Jan's saying she got here late. Hi, Jan. Hi, Jan. Nice to see you. Uh, the Apocrypha, Carrie, and then 200 years after Muhammad's death, did the Quran come out? Something like that. Actually, I don't even remember, but something like that. Uh, yes, before the first written version. <gasps> Your article was great, Teddy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I got a couple of compliments on my Facebook post. Uh, very similar that it was. They really enjoyed it. Oh, uh, thought it was a well written. Thank you. Uh, article. You did a lot of research on that. I did. Days, you watched, you watched a lot of. Watched a lot. Uh, of a lot of TV. alien shows. <laughs> a lot of Skinwalker Ranch, folks. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to call it wacky and loopy unless I, <laughs> unless I had given it enough time <laughs> to make sure it was wacky and loopy. Yeah, I'm gonna put the link for the article. Still doing stories on Barbie. Yeah, is it? Are they saying it's bad for Christians? Barbie? I don't know. I know a lot of people are really mad at Barbie for oh. various things. Oh, where did it go? Oh, yep, there it is. It's right at the top. <laughs> Yay! How many comments do we get? I don't know. Sometimes it's fun to to read the nasty comments yeah, people write, may, but I don't do know. That. Sorry, folks. We're I'm Andy's trying to up post. The, uh, here we go. So here's the link to Hedia's article. You'll see it in the comments on some of the platforms, not all of them. Of uh, YouTube, Facebook, Orange TV. County Live TV. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I clicked that one today. I don't know why I did that. Um. Lisa says she watched six or seven episodes of Skinwalker Ranch on Hulu. That was done past 2019 with the new owners. It's amazing. All the scientific numbers and information. None of the answers are demonic entities. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Carrie's bringing up what I, so Hetty was not home last night. She was visiting her mom last night as she does once a week. Um, and I was watching pastor Jack, the message last night with, uh, um, I'm here. Safarti. And uh, they, he goes, the one main thing they want to talk about, they kept saying, we're going to save 25 minutes for the thing we're going to talk about. And then the thing was about UFOs. I was. So I texted Eddie right away and said, hey, are you watching Jack right now? Do you know what they're talking about? I loved it. It was so cool. Yeah. 
It was so cool. It was awesome that you guys are on the same wavelength. Yeah, because I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, is this nonsense? And I was like, no, this is affecting the whole world, especially, you know, it's it has a power to affect Christians. And I love that he also said, like, don't get distracted by this. This is mm-hmm. a deception. Don't play into it. Don't listen to it. Um, don't get obsessed with it because it's dangerous. It's, you know, because they could come with all kinds of signs and wonders, lying signs and wonders mm-hmm. to trick um, believers, their children. And it's really important to keep um, a level head. It's got to be so affirming because for, you know, about two weeks you've been researching and, and writing and uh, journaling about this article. It all comes, you had a little bit of difficulty putting it together because you're trying to find, you know, the best way to put it all together. And all that hard work all the time. And then the affirmation of you're on, you're on the right track comes the day before it, it goes live on the right, Christian It was book. already submitted by yeah. that point. <laughs> it's be, that had to feel good. Yeah. To, awesome. Especially from somebody like Pastor Jack. It isn't like, uh, you know, uh, Dan Bongino. Which would have been perfect. Which would have been cool. awesome too. <laughs> I couldn't think of anybody else. Uh, Pee Wee Herman. Oh, I'm so sorry. Cindy says someone just gave me a Bible that has the uh, Apocrypha in it the other day. I hadn't seen that before. And I'm interested to see what they say. Oh, cool. Very good. And Lisa says exactly. Carrie, Satan is setting up his minions to set uh, is using his minions as set up for the rapture and the tribulation. Yeah. Gosh, every day there's some other thing. It's, It's just it's like. I remember as a kid, um, I think it was like once every six months or every year, you know, you'd be watching TV and then you'd be watching some sport or Batman or, you know, Bugs Bunny. And then there'd be a cut in this news announcement coming in from uh, Moscow or something like that. But it was like once in a blue moon. And then when it happened, everybody stopped and you called, I would call my dad and Hey dad, something's happening. And he would come in and it, it, you'd have to stop and listen because it was, if yeah. that was happening, it was something big. Right. But it was like once a year or once every six months. Sometimes it was scary. It, it, every day. Now something twice a day. Right. It, it's so crazy that something at, at that level that they would have broken into is happening on, on a regular basis of craziness. There's so much happening that we can't even keep up with what's happening in Africa. We can't keep up with what's happening in, in, you know, Syria or, you know, all these, or France even, because remember, I mean, there was so much happening here that we weren't even able to see all the nonsense that was happening in France, the stuff that's happening in Israel right now. Like there's so much going on that it's, it's impossible to keep up with the, uh, what, what the devil's doing to our, our world. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's really crazy really crazy times right now. Um, so we could either be happy about it because that means we're getting close uh, or we could panic. Yes. No, pa- <laughs> no panicking. God did not give us the spirit of fear. <laughs> Carrie says she's been watching the topic UFOs 20 years and watching them move UFO from weird to religion. Uh, yeah. So interesting. I've never been interested in UFOs, honestly. Really? Yeah, not my thing. But, you know, I'm not a big sci-fi fan. Yeah, that's true. You, you are not. Um, let's see. Let's see some of these comments. So let me know. Oh, somebody start. agrees. Scott agrees that it may be incentive to prove alien existence to justify Mormon beliefs. Yeah. 
that would align with their spiritual worldview. Um, UFOs and aliens are all garbage. (laughs) (laughs) And they're propaganda. Uh, uh, Just looking for their Colombian space brothers. Sure, that's reference to a movie or something like that. Oh, see, and somebody, nobody is really mad at me that I didn't uh, validate the UFOs. (gasps) Another ignorant person who knows nothing about uh, aliens. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Yeah. They're talking about E.T. They're lovers of E.T. Yeah, UFOs and (laughs) E.T. Uh-oh, what's this? Oh, another one that didn't read a Bible. Another guy. People can be mean, folks. Can we not read these right now? Really? I love these. It's not your article. Oh, well, I still love it. <laughs> I'm married to you is me. Yeah, no, it doesn't hurt you like it hurts me. Oh, People guys, call me stupid. You gotta read you guys gotta read the comments. <laughs> so stop. <laughs> Snugs. I don't want people reading the comments. Oh my They're gosh. Mean spirited. Yeah. I love means mean people. I had somebody message me the other day. You know, I have a couple of haters on my social yes. media. I mean, really, really hateful. They call me bad names, Schnooks. Yes, they do. They're really super bad names. And some lady who, who apparently has not been around. I mean, I, I, she's been a friend of mine on Facebook for years. I know that because I think she might be one of my high school friends or NIPD friends. But uh, that one of the guys, uh, the main guy that people hate, um, really thrashed her on one of the comments calling her stupid and, and oh. a hole and all this. Kind of stuff. <laughs> so she private messaged me and goes, you have to get rid of that guy. I can't believe that you allow him to stay on your Facebook post. So I had to explain to her that he's my favorite person. That's on my Facebook. I love that guy. <laughs> Cause he never fails to, um, to come through. He's the one I'm trying to, to get a, uh, a rise out of. And it works every time. Um, but I had to go through whole explanation and then she calmed down, but, uh, she, she? Wanted, she wanted to call the police. What are the things he said? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. Um, what's Kate have to say there? Now we are bombarded with information overload. It keeps us in a hyper alert state. Mm. Yeah. You know, Kate and I just, uh, tune it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think one I of the goals is listen, to cause but not really one of the goals is to cause fear and panic so that they resort to following whatever the government tells them to do. Yeah. I mean, that's what obviously what happened with COVID is that so many people just fell into their nonsense and stayed home, never left, put masks on, got the vaccine and, uh, and, and put their head in the sand. That's exactly what they were looking for. And when the people that did were around like us who didn't do that, that it, they wanted to crucify us. And uh, put us on the, the watch list of the FBI. Um, oh, maybe yeah, demons and high tech. They're related. Yeah. Harry says. Don't let the comments get you, Hedia. They show you are over the target. Right. The, the comments are very mean spirited. <laughs> Some of them at least. <laughs> when it's not true. It's meaningless. It's meaningless. Um, so the light. What was I thinking of earlier when we were talking about the light? Oh, you know the 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 
the truth. Let me think. I got to put this together now. So I was sharing with you something that happened with me the other day with the boys. And with the love of Jesus Christ, with the ability to, to not be fearful comes a, a um, I don't want to say a willingness, a desire to, to share truth, even when it has to do with yourself. Okay. And as I was talking to you about this and then reading this devotional today, I was reminded of something that happened with my boys yesterday where we got to discussing alcohol, the, the drinking of alcohol and the use of alcohol. And I, I know back in my previous life um, that sharing the truth of my failures and weaknesses would have not been a thing. I, I would have preferred to keep it in the dark and, and not shed light on it and not even use it in a powerful way to speak to my kids about why not to partake in something, why not to have this be a part of your life if you can avoid it. Right. And, and not do it in a way that is saying, you're going to go to hell if you drink, you know, or, you know, I'll disown you if you drink or, you know, that kind of way that some, that, that can be done. Um, and I think the, the powerful thing about God giving you the Holy Spirit and the ability to be able to shed light on your old self in a, in a testimony in a way I think is um, another one of the, the, the beautiful things that God gives us is that ability to share um, so true. Our, our past with our kids. Yeah. Um, and it really, even in the case where, you know, Kelly who's 17 and Ray, who's uh, 15 um who were around in the days that I was partaking a lot more in alcohol in a way that was harmful. So to, to be able to do that and say, do you guys remember, you know, you know, <laughs> I how I good. was, do you remember when I did X or do when I remember did Y uh, as opposed to the other thing is, Oh no, I, I never did that. You know, as you can, as, as someone can do when right. they're trying to hide their weaknesses or hide something that went bad. I, I really love that. I, 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 if it feels comfortable where I know in my past, it would have been very uncomfortable if I had to open up. Sweet. That's really neat. Um, and so I like that. I like the, the, the light is through God freedom. is, is, is harmless in, in that way. It's freedom. It's freedom. Freedom. It's freedom to be a slave to Jesus Christ. Amen. So I, I love that, that, that uh, gives that opportunity. So um, we were able to have that discussion and I think it went well. Uh, however they take it, they will. But uh, yes. I think they know that it came from the heart and came from a place that, uh, that Jesus was present and, uh, and got to hear that. I'm Amen. pretty sure. Amen. So that's very good. Very good way to live. Um, this one. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I think she wrote that for me. I don't know if we need to read it to everybody oh, okay. else. How about this one? More speech is good. Believe what people <laughs> say and tell you who they are. It's a good thing. Yeah. Freedom in Jesus, Andy. Yeah, there sure is. I mean, it is. It really is. It's, it's, there's no regrets in, in that, right? When you, when you can just lay it all out there, 
I don't, there's no way of having a regret from it that right. I know of. I mean, sometimes I overshare on the devotional and I have some regrets when I do that, but it doesn't last very long. <laughs> Amen, Carrie. Right? Right. Yes. You feel that though? Do you feel like you've been able to use? I don't do what you do. No. No? Not really. No. Just try it. Um. Mm. no no i i don't know i just don't feel the same uh same incentive to do it i guess mm. hmm. all right <laughs> <laughs> i mean i do about i do about some things and others i don't yeah i just think at this point it wouldn't be helpful we already I've made it abundantly clear. Um, I, I've made it abundantly clear that sobriety is an important thing. Yeah. Um, because we've all had one problem or another in our bloodline. I tell Zara. Um, but other than that, I, you know, I think the sordid details are absolutely necessary. Well, I don't tell them like some details. Yeah. Just that it, it, it's not good. I mean, I was able to use many of the stories of friends. I mean, I, obviously I didn't die. Right. I never was arrested or anything like that. Um, but, um, you know, able to just share just the little things because what ends up happening, uh, is many little, what do you call it? The, the death by a thousand cuts is that it's, it's, those are the things that begin to add up and will devastate a marriage. It will devastate, you know, relationships with friends. And I think and your experience kind of is completely different than mine. And I think those examples, not only did they witness it, they felt the effects of it. They suffered the consequences of it. And mm -hmm. I think you being honest about it helps them make sense of their own lives. Mm. That's their lived experience with you yep. too. You know, um, for Zara and me, she doesn't have that experience. She didn't uh, witness any of that. Uh, I was way younger. I was in my twenties. Mm. So there's just like, there's no point of reference for me to bring it up except to say, Oh, when I was young, I did blah, blah, blah. And occasionally I do that, but yeah. Love the tent story, Carrie says. I love my tent story. Good times. <laughs> Good times, me and Qaddafi. <laughs> Those kind of stories, if one day she's interested, I would love to tell her, but she could care less at this point. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Some stories are good. I mean, my kids every night ask me to tell them a story. Yes. Every night. I, and I and I don't know. It, it's either an excuse so they can stay up longer. Or they really want to hear a story. No, I but think you've got, they, they, you're still their superhero. They love Andy stories. Yeah. Except they call them daddy stories. Yeah, you're still their superhero. <laughs> they asked for Good a story age. from my law enforcement days and a, and a personal story. They, they asked for two every night. But you know what? Zahar to this day still loves that. They love to hear stories about themselves. Do you remember what dinner Zara is always saying to me, mom, can you tell a story? Can you tell a story? Mm -hmm. um, they love to hear about themselves, their yeah. childhood. Yeah. I think that's common. Very cool. Well, God's light is, is amazing. And you know what the, you know, the light will shine on some things that you care to, 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 to share in, in, in flaunt in the light yes. and others you might cover up a little bit. <laughs> Put it under the shade of a tree. Yeah. Put an umbrella up. Yes. We don't want that in the light necessarily. Um, 
Cindy says. Love stories. We have tons. Yes, yep. Cindy, you are also a storyteller. Oh my gosh. Cindy tells some amazing stories. I am just generally not a storyteller. <laughs> so that may be part of it too. You and Cindy are very the same that way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cindy and I have that in common. Yes. All right. Anything else, Snugs? I think we got it. I think we got it too. All right. We love you guys. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for your um, comments. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yes. All right. God bless. Take care. Good night. Good night. Good night.